pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 23. Today we're going to chat with Pat Murphy from Facts and Firearms, make a prank call to every town for gun safety, and talk about gunsmithing tools. Today's panel is Sean Heron, Lacey Lane, and I'm Ava Flannell. How are you guys doing today? It is uh, a bright and cold morning in Colorado. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, we even had a little bit of snow, but it's already gone, so don't worry about it. We're good. Thank our, God. Our third snowfall. Yeah. <laughs> that hasn't even been more than an inch. I don't know what's going on. No, it wasn't even really a centimeter. It was it was pretty crazy, actually. It was a dusting. It was. It really was. Let's talk about Hunt Gear. Let's do talk about Hunt Gear, and I would like you to talk about Hunt Gear <laughs> while I open a package from Hunt Gear. Okay. Okay. So go why ahead. don't you why don't you describe what you're doing? All right. So right now he's uh, he's reaching for the package. Um, he's looking at the package. He's making sure that the package is definitely addressed to him. It, it is addressed to me, and I was actually making sure that there was no glitter on the outside of it. Which there's still remnants of glitter everywhere. Oh, and there's a penis confetti in the hallway too yeah. that we we share with uh, people in the other building. It's true. Oh, it looks like a hat. All right, it is a hat. Let's see. There's a letter. Huh, this is weird. There's no glitter in it. I think someone actually is hacked he, Jake's life. Is he being nice to you? It said, Sean, thanks for supporting Hunt Act. You're best Jake. What the? This hat probably has AIDS. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm a little concerned. I. Do you think Jake's feeling okay? I Honestly, I think we should do a welfare check. No kidding. Uh, it's a pretty badass hat. It doesn't smell like deer piss. There's no glitter in it? There's no glitter in it. Um, no obvious stains. Does it look like somebody rubbed their ball sack on it? Uh, I don't see any short and curlies. <laughs> Interesting. This is very, very weird. So apparently Huntack Gear has hats and apparently Jake has been taken over by pod people, which kind of sucks because Huntack Gear does make some pretty good products. Ava, what's your favorite Huntack Gear product? Uh, my favorite is probably the handguard. The handguard? Yeah. And- Lacey, what's yours? Um... I'd have to go with the same thing, the V1 yeah. series, yeah. Yeah, I like that, the upper, the handguard. I, I love the upper and handguard together. Um, the angle foregrip actually looks pretty cool. I don't use a whole lot of those, but uh, uh, that one looks pretty cool. Those and it things feels are comfortable. really in demand. I know that the minute he gets them in stock, they sell out really quickly. Totally agree. And, I mean, yeah, they, lo- they look baller AF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you guys want to order yours, go to gun f- or I'm sorry, uh, go to huntaggear.com and you can use the code gunfunny15 to receive 15% off. And that's everything. So if you are making an AR and you want to order parts, uh, he's also an FFL. He could, you know, have a bunch of parts shipped to you. You get a discount. And he also sells hunting gear. And did you know that he does gift certificates too? I found that out around Christmas. That's awesome. So now the question is, do I leave this on or do I take the sticker you, off? You got to leave the sticker yeah, on. Yeah, you got to leave it on. I mean, if you're going to be yeah. tactical AF, you got to leave it on. Yeah, well, AF. Should uh, we should we talk about they're one of our dealers too? They're they're one of your dealers. Ah. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, so Lacey, before you get upset, I told Jake not to send us hats because, as you can tell, they're fitted and they don't have the ponytail. Ah. Uh, hole yeah. in the back of the hat. Well, I was actually just enjoying Lacey's jealous looks at my hat. So I know, right? Yeah, well, I noticed that too. It was kind of, you know, yeah. I'm in I'm in between yeah, I was getting Sean a and Lacey and I was like, oh, I could feel the tension. So I just wanted to clear the air. He did not send us a hat because they don't have, you know, they're fitted and 
So whenever I wear a hat, my hair's up in a ponytail and it just doesn't work. And I know you're the same way. And yeah. I'm sure he'll be making, so. you know, snapbacks for the gun funnies very soon. Probably. All right. So he hunt that gear. H-U-N-T-A-C gear.com. So Pat, you are a, dist- you're a, oh yeah, you are. You're a distributor. That's right. Because he, um, he sent Sean a complete upper and it had the facts and barrel on it. Of course it did. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. See, Jake has good taste. Exactly. So, GunFunny15, 15% off, HuntTechGear.com. And now it's time to get into it and figure out what makes Pat tick. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. Pat, how's it going? Uh, it seems like my audio is back, so it's going pretty well. Oh, nice. Perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) We were not talking crap about you while you couldn't hear us. (laughs) All right. So tell us who you are, who you work for, and what you do there. Well, as as people may know by now, my name is Pat. I work for Faxon. I do dealer sales. I'm our uh, dealer sales manager, so I deal with uh, companies who are reselling Faxon products, either as more of like retail items like a Brownells would do or people who are using our parts in their builds. So some companies will do like upper receiver builds. So they're not dealing with FFL items. Uh, I sell to them. I sell, I mean, I, I sell to pretty much anybody from mom and pop gun shop, somebody working out of their house up to someone the size of Brownells. Very cool, man. And then, uh, so dealer sales. So describe like your basic work day. Uh, a lot of it is answering emails and phone calls. It's, uh, I mean, and any one of my dealers can call me um, anytime to place an order. Uh, it's, it's answering questions about inventory availability, general product. When people know what's going to be next, what we're working on, um, stuff like that. We like to get a lot of input from our dealers because they 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 all have kind of their finger on the pulse they know what their segments of the market are into so it they we like getting information when we're developing new products so i i talk to them about a lot of product development as well so i've actually seen i mean facts and like you just mentioned obviously a uh, hunt Act gear carries facts and barrels things like that puts them in their builds and uh you know i've seen a real push like pretty much everywhere and anywhere you see you see facts and and you see a ton of dealers all over the place uh, i have a feeling that you're a huge part of the responsibility for that push out you know is this something that they were already doing when you when you started your job or is this just a huge focus for you and something that you've definitely excelled at um it was in the early stages when i started about 2 years ago um it'll actually be like 2 years next week um, when I started, we had a dealer folder that was about four or five people. Um, we, we dealt with a couple bigger companies. Now our dealer network is over a thousand dealers. So I, I deal with all of them. I, I've got guys in Alaska. I got guys in Italy, New Zealand. Um, and then, you know, I've got guys up the road from us. So, so that's, that's been a big push for us is getting us out there, um, as a smaller company, you, you have to find ways to, to get your name in front of people as as cheaply as possible. Um, small businesses a lot of times don't have you know things like marketing budgets to to put a run big ad campaign. So you know expanding the dealer network is the way to get in front of a lot of people and uh, get get your name out there. For sure. 
And obviously it sounds like you enjoy your job working for Faxon. What made you want to work for Faxon? I was always into guns. Um, you know, I was in, bought my first gun when I graduated high school. Um, and I, we, we, my town opened a gun range, uh, a company started in my city and I happened to go there one day and asked them if they were hiring, got a job there. Um, and I always wanted to kind of work in the gun world. Uh, but the interesting thing about the gun industry is there's not, there's not really a path. There's not a clear path. Like, it's not like, you know, becoming a vet, you go to, you go to college, you get your degree, you go on to, you know, get your master's and your doctorate for, for getting into the gun world, there wasn't really a direct path. And I figured if I'm going to be working a crappy job in college, making crap pay, I might as well, you know do it at somewhere where I'm actually interested. So I still made crap pay, but at least I was interested in what I was doing. So Bob would come into the range and uh, he always caused a big scene because he'd bring in full autos and stuff like that. And at an indoor range, it just, you know, it, it draws a lot of attention. So I got, I met Bob by him coming into the range and, and uh, I actually had a buddy who came and worked for Faxon and then he got me a job as he was leaving to go on a deployment. Dang. And how long have you been there? Uh, just about two years. Nice. So I guess, I, I guess we met you like right around when you started. It would have been, I think it was bullpup shoot 2016, maybe. All right. Yeah. So we definitely met you right when you started. NRA. Actually, I think it might've been NRA. I know I met Jeremy there. <laughs> Sorry about that. What item is Faxon most known for? Currently in the market, we are, we're best known for our barrels. Um, we actually did not get started doing barrels initially. We, uh, our owner came up with the ARAC 21 rifle and we started making the barrels for those rifles and then slowly, you know, drifted into barrel market. And now that's, that's uh, the overwhelming majority of our business is barrels, um, both rifle and pistol. We just introduced a pistol line over the last couple months, and we're going to be releasing some new new ones at shot. What's been the response to the pistol barrels? We're loving it, um, <clears throat> especially the finishes we're doing. Uh, people people tend to like the flashy stuff. We've got your basic nitride, which is a black barrel. Then we're also doing a tin-coated, which is gold, and then a chameleon coating, which is kind of a rainbow-y finish. And, and what that's is- been the big, most popular. What is the process in order for you guys to get that color? And have you thought about maybe making like AR barrels that color? We uh, we are not doing it in house. We 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 found a coating company who that's their business. Mm-hmm. Um, so they come up with the processes. We found a way, and we worked with them to actually figure out how we could do those color coatings over a nitride finish. So a lot of companies are just putting coatings on raw stainless barrels. All of our pistol barrels are nitrided first, which means you're getting the extra hardness in the chamber and the bore. So you're going to have a longer barrel life. And then we add the aesthetic look because the different colors are not, don't really serve much of a, you know, functional purpose. It's, it's purely aesthetics. Um, But we have actually done some samples for bolt carrier groups, barrels, stuff like that. Really cool. Um, we are trying to figure out how we're going to do that, that, though. How If we want to do it as you know, regularly available items or we want to do special runs where we do, you know, a bolt barrel com- or bolt carrier group barrel combo and a special finish. Uh, but we will be doing something down the road. 
that's awesome. That chameleon, once you start putting out like the pencil barrels and chameleon, it's going to blow up. Mm-hmm. It, it's cool. It's going to blow up the internet. In fact, there I might even know someone who has a rifle that absolutely needs one of those. <laughs> I might right? know someone too. <laughs> that unicorn gun. Seen, yeah, have you seen the unicorn gun that I just oh, made? Yeah, I saw it on Instagram today. Yeah, so that chameleon barrel, if you made one, it would be perfect for it. That's why I ask. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I it do would. have. I have the chameleon Glock 19 facts and barrel. And you were cool. like the first one to get one of those, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was that was Sean's fault, but it was. You did yep. get it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Sean. Occasionally he looks out. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, occasionally. All right. <laughs> so uh, you guys sell a lot of pencil barrels and obviously there's, uh, you know, there's some people out there that'll say bad things about pencil barrels. I personally, I think every AR that I own, I have your, the Faxon pencil barrel on my gun. Um, what are your thoughts on that? You know, do you like what they're saying because it heats up quicker and, you know, just all of that stuff that is normally said about pencil barrels? Like, what do you have to say about that? Um, I, there's some merit to some of the 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 issues people have with pencil barrels. I, I think a lot of it comes from dealing with lightweight barrels in the past, like the old Colt SP1s. Um, technology has come a long way in the last 40, 50 years as far as barrel manufacturing. So we've been able to solve a lot of the issues that plagued early pencil barrels. Um, but they do heat up quicker. That That's just a fact. Um, for most people, it's it's negligible. I mean, you don't notice it a lot. Um, and, and with people using different rail covers and stuff you don't you don't even feel it uh but but it is a factor to consider so if you're going to be doing uh, a lot of high round count shooting where where accuracy is supremely important then maybe an ultra lightweight barrel is not the best option for you um but i do think other people just have issues with the words pencil barrel um i've found in the gun world that people have ideas about what they would like to do but they never will um, like shooting out to 600 yards after they've dumped four magazines on full auto. Like that's not mo- – uh, most people are not doing that. Like our Cincinnati SWAT team just bought some of our gunner barrels, which are slightly heavier than the pencils, and that's that's for a SWAT team. So if that doesn't tell you that they're more than capable, I don't really – I don't really think some people are going to be convinced. Yeah, Understandably, I mean, there's always going to be there's always going to be naysayers, but you know, it's all about train like you fight, right there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what you, you have to define the role of that gun and really that barrel. Yeah. Um, that for yourself, and, you, and, you have to decide that. And and if it's unrealistic and you've got crazy dreams about what you're going to be doing and you buy based off that, well, yeah. I guess whatever. And but, I was going to say, most people who for, complain for about it that they uh, they train like they fight, so they should just basically shoot paper once every six months. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get into PRS shooting because I like I want to shoot when laying down. Um, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not trying to fight moving. Understandably, which I prefer to be in a horizontal orientation. And you guys have recently launched a couple of longer range uh, uh, barrels, uh, six point five Grindel, and what was the other one? The Creedmoor six six five Creedmoor. Um, we've gone we've got six five Creedmoor barrels out to twenty four inches. Um, so those are and those are heavy fluted profiles so that the heavy fluted profile is trying to balance heat while still having a heavier profile and and the better heat dissipation that comes with a heavier barrel yeah 
Nice. But those, but those have been really popular for us. Can I ask what was um, Faxon's deciding factor in um, choosing button rifling for all of their barrels? Button rifling is is very good. It, it's a really good process, and it's one of the big advancements um, over the last couple decades. And what it allows us to do, it allows us to maintain you know consistent quality levels, but still higher levels of production. You know, a lot of the other rifling methods require, they take a long time to do, uh, and it limits the production you can hit. By hitting higher production levels, we can pass, you know, there's cost savings when you hit higher numbers in manufacturing, and we're able to pass that down to consumers. You know, a button, one of our button rifle barrels runs, you can get them for 150 to 175 bucks. Right. Which is awesome. I actually have a follow-up to that. So, uh, we talk to a lot of barrel manufacturers, uh, you know, just constantly because there's a few of them out there. And I got to say, man, Faxon's speed to market is quicker than anyone I know. Like not only have you guys come onto the scene, but you guys have launched more calibers than just about anyone else that I'm even aware of. Uh, I was talking to a, a barrel manufacturer and they were talking about, yeah, we've got this coming and this coming, this coming, but it takes time. Whereas it's like every time I turn around, Faxon's got, you know, the 6.5 Grindle, the 6.5 Creedmoor. And then, you know, Glock barrels and uh, the pencil barrels and the gunner barrels. And, you know, it just, it, it's kind of crazy. Like your R&D speed to market is ridiculously fast. Tell us about that. Uh, it, it's a constant, you know, it's something we're going for constantly. Um, we, from side of our business, we are relatively small. We, we try to stay in touch with what people are what people are interested in, what we think is going to be the next thing. Like right now, a lot of people are talking about 224 Valkyrie barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start running those very soon. Um, not get Luckily for us, being a smaller company, we don't have a big machine to turn around. And, and it's not a massive deal for us to come out with new products and focus on our attention on what's hot. Because you see with a lot of these bigger companies, you know, these legacy named companies, you know, some of them took two years to realize, oh, people like M-Lock, mm-hmm. that, that we don't want that to ever be us. So we, we want to stay current and we want to be quick to market because we, that to being involved with like shows like this, where, where people like to talk about, you know, what's coming up, what they're excited for, what they would like to see. So apparently I'm going to. I'm going to build a 224 Valkyrie next. Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I just think a lot of these larger companies just, they don't listen to the consumers. I mean, how many of their people go on their Instagram and just read the comments? Mm, agree. See what people, what people are looking for. So when are you guys going to come up with a completed firearm? Because you pretty much sell all of the parts, especially like for ARs and stuff. Is that something that you are thinking about doing in the near future? We will actually, we are debuting three of them at SHOT Show. Say what? Three different AR-15s of kind of the flagship one. is It's a gun we've been taking around to a lot of shows and a lot of shoots for, for the last probably year and a half. Uh, it's our ultra lightweight rifle. It comes in right at five pounds or a hair under. Awesome. Got a, a 14 and a half inch barrel with a pinned welded muzzle brake, carbon fiber hand guard, lightweight bolt carrier, some high end parts as far as like the safety selector. It's a Radian uh, safety selector and charging handle. So it's a very lightweight gun. 
Um, we just receivers on that on on all of our rifles because what we want we don't want to do is get into some new you know blend of materials that people are really unsure about. So we we maintain you know traditional Ford's receivers, uh, and and that the the flagship gun is going to come in right at five pounds because like people like Sean are weak and dainty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, They're it's not funny. Usually able to hold up any weight. I'm going to punch you in the crotch. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like he said your name, but he's really pointing fingers at me. That's I, I really because really I'm like, like all right, let's let's face it. Most of my ARs are usually about five pounds. Yeah, and she can honestly barely lift the cookies that she eats. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is like MSRP for those? MS, MSRP on the ultra lightweight rifle is twenty four hundred. Um, street p- price will be a little bit below that, so. You'll be able to. It's, you're not going to pay full retail. So if you um, want to buy a Faxon complete firearm in the alley, you guys heard it from Pat. <laughs> yeah, as long as that's legal in your state, it is legal in a lot of states, actually. Yeah, yeah. All right. So why? How do you guys justify the price? So it's not going to be, you know, a uh, it, a lower end. It's a lot of high end component. Yeah, it's a, a lot of high end components. Um, like I said, carbon fiber handguard, lightweight bolt carrier group adjustable gas block so it will be tuned from the factory gas setting for you know standard 55 grain ammo and basically it's a pull it out of the box drop whatever optic you want on there and you're ready to go that's awesome and i mean obviously three gunners definitely like light rifles they they go after them mm-hmm. i actually have a bunch of these parts i've got that carbon fiber handguard i've got that light mass or that lightweight bolt carrier group i've got the superlative arms uh, adjustable gas block i've got the gunner 14.5 pinned and welded. Uh, I feel like I might have my own Faxon lightweight. Yeah, I rifle. mean, you're pr- you're pretty close. We we and once we got to a certain point, you know, you're always trying to keep the price as low as possible. Point where we go, you know, let's add a little bit to do truly, you know, premium components. So the safety selector can be switched from 45 to 90 degrees. That's a Radian selector, the Radian Raptor charging handle. So it's you know, unless you don't like the grip, there's not going to be anything you need to change on this gun. Hmm. Very nice. I like that a lot. And so you said three things. That's one. Three things. That's one. Uh, number two will actually be a three-gun uh, oriented rifle. It's going to have an 18-inch barrel. It's uh, one of our Matt series uh, gunner barrels, 223 wild chamber, 5R rifling. That will have a 15-inch carbon fiber handguard. Uh, same adjustable gas block, same lightweight bolt carrier group is is geared more towards the three gunners. And it, again, it's meant to be a take it out of the box, throw your your optic of choice on there and, and start competing and actually be competitive, not not using a you know, $500 AR-15. Right. And then are you allowed to say the third? Yeah. The third one will be a uh, 6.5 Grendel. Nice. nice. It is uh, similar setup. It does not have the the lightweight uh, bolt carrier group or adjustable gas block because it's Grendel's more of a target slash hunting round. It's not a comp uh, chambering that people are typically using. Yeah. So that price point's going to be around two thousand twenty two hundred, uh, but it's still going to have the nicer charging handle, safety selector, carbon fiber handguard. Uh, one of our Matt series eighteen inch Grendel barrels with five R rifling. So these. These guns are, you know, it's meant to in people's hands, 
because you go to these shows and you show off all the products and, and like Ava said, you get to a point where you go, well, I've got everything here for a gun. Yeah. It, why it, not? Why not put it together in our shop? And then you've got the, the, the guarantee that comes with buying one of our products and you know, we're, we're going to guarantee it for life. Any issues you have, we're going to take care of it. Um, and it gives people, a little bit more comfort in the in the the money they're spending because you would end up at that price point if you you know bought it piece by piece as well yeah and i've shot the the lightweight rifles they are i mean it feels like you're holding a bottle of water up there almost i mean they're like five pounds Mm -hmm. it it is so light like ava's got a a rifle that was like sub sub five pounds and uh i shot it with one hand yeah and it like barely any movement yeah and Mm -hmm. yeah so the 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 facts on lightweight it was awesome was that i think it was select fire right in Georgia, uh, I was not in Georgia this year, yeah. but I think they did. Yeah, I, th- I think they brought a full lot of. Yeah, I think it was. It was super light, and you know the muzzle brake worked really well. It stayed super flat. It was fun. We we shot a lot of facts and ammunition in Georgia this year. <laughs> well, and we actually found with the uh, with the slim muzzle brake that we have. So if you want to change your gas block or handguard, you can. Uh, you're not limited and you're not stuck in a certain configuration, but our slim three port brake is really effective, but it's not obnoxious. You know, some of those three port brakes, if you standing next to them on a firing line or you're indoor, it's miserable to be next to, um, this one, you can actually stand next to it while somebody's shooting and you're not, you're not feeling the concussion in your teeth. Definitely. What do you see as challenges for, uh, Faxon in today's market? I think, I think the big thing is staying current um keeping up with trends and balancing that with production on in a with a production environment a lot of things don't happen super quickly you know a normal lead time that we deal with every day could be six to eight weeks months people's people's attention spans are short so that's that's the big one we deal with is is making sure we're staying up to date and, and flexible and maneuverable in the market. seems like you've done a great job at that so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like you guys, you guys have honestly been killing it. Just, uh, I see facts and barrels everywhere. When I got the one from Hunt gear, I was not surprised at all to see a facts and barrel in it. And I mean, it's not the only thing you guys make. Uh, you, you guys have really focused on barrels, but you guys obviously have the A-Rack. That's a platform that's been around for quite a while. Uh, I know people that absolutely love the A-Rack. It's like their favorite thing on earth. And it seems to have taken a little bit of a back burner. Do you guys suspect it to be uh, refreshing that at any point? We'll, we'll be revisiting it uh, probably later this year. Um, we, we have some ideas for what we want to do. But that the, the tough thing is balancing priorities. Um, you know, Right now and throughout this year, the pistol market has been really hot. That's that tends to be, you know, what people are buying, like new gun buyers or first time gun owners. Very rarely do they they buy their first gun and it's an AR fifteen. So when we see the numbers of gun owners increasing every year, a, most of that is handgun purchases. So that market stays consistent where the AR-15 market likes to slow down at random points during the year. So it's, you know, you, with us being a smaller team, we kind of prioritize our, uh, the different projects we want to do. And, and the, a, the A-Rack is on there. Um, we've got some other big ones that should be out, you know, in the next few months as well. Maybe, maybe NRA show time. Very cool. Is there any other uh, new products, announcements, anything like that that you can tell us about? Yeah, yeah. Um, for SHOT Show, we, we're introducing the three rifles. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We have MMP barrels releasing. We will have the MMP full-size threaded and non-threaded. That will function with both the standard MMP and the 2.0. We will have the MMP 2.0 compact threaded barrels and all of our all the finishes we offer. Um, we are releasing 458 SOCOM, 450 Bushmaster. Uh, what else we got? We got some new aluminum handguards coming out. Our Gen 2 aluminum handguards, we were able to shave a couple ounces off of those and still keep them affordable. Um, we're going to be releasing handguard, a 15-inch AR-10 handguard that's going to retail around 175 bucks. Dang. So we got, we got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I think that's the whole list. That's awesome, man. Uh, some on- new carbon fiber handguards also. Honestly, I didn't hear a word you said after MMP. <laughs> you know me. Uh, fanboy. Yes. I know your MMPs. Yes, I am. I, think, I, I mean, I think one of those was originally purchased by me. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. I, I am actually very excited because that one was purchased from you specifically for something that you're coming out with. That is true. And you definitely were not intoxicated when you agreed to buying it. No, in fact, when I got home and you were like, okay, just send me that money, I was like, what, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't remember it till halfway through the next day. Like, wait a minute. Nope. I sold you on a gun. I remembered and I was super excited and I, you know, I can't wait to see the new stuff that's coming out. Uh, those barrels, awesome. I, I honestly can't wait. Ava did have one last question for you, Pat. I do. So uh, you've been known to put some Coors Lights away. We were just wondering how many can you drink in one sitting? <sighs> Well, see, now I'm trying to stay away from the carbs. Oh, um, man. Oh, man, I feel you. But, but that only but, lasted like two days for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but SHOT Show. So uh, if I'm given, given a couple hours, I could probably do five or so. Five? Five. 25. Okay. Oh, I was like, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. okay, we got a liar on our hands. <laughs> I know. I was like, you liar. I have literally seen you drink 24. <laughs> <laughs> My record is 33. Oh my god! Dang! I would, then, then I had to take a break from Coors Light for a little bit after that. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I, I honestly, I think I would die. I, uh, yeah. I think I'd explode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is impressive. All right, Pat. Thank you so much. So, where can people find Faxon online? Uh, all the normal spots. Uh, you know, our website's faxonfirearms.com. Uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're we're trying to be a lot more active especially on instagram posting you know new product photos and stuff like that so anyone any one of those places all right man love it you're gonna stick around for the rest of the show right here all right cool ava what's next um i think it's time that we listen to you embarrass yourself as usual it's time for prank calls with malcolm and gertrude Hello, thank you for calling Everytown for gun safety. Please leave a brief message along with your contact information, and someone from our team will contact you as soon as possible. Thank you for your support. Goodbye. Uh, Yes, hello, my name is Malcolm, and I was wondering how I could get involved. 
Uh, I've, I've got some really good ideas that I would like to provide for you guys, and I definitely think that, uh, you know, what you're doing is a very noble cause. Now, here's the thing. I actually do own guns, but I understand that, that the gun violence is a big, huge deal in our country, and I'm just looking to kind of help decrease that gun violence. So what I would like to offer is that I will go to some of your events and things like that, and if anyone gets out of line, you know, we'll just pop, pop, we'll take care of things right there. So uh, I just want to know if that's acceptable to you guys and... Uh, you know, I, I know we've got to decrease the gun violence, but sometimes to decrease the gun violence, you got to you have to initiate your own violence. We learned that. My people learned that long, long ago in the 40s, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So that's great. My number is uh, 719. Uh, my name is Malcolm Berenstein, and uh, I lo- really look forward to speaking with you. Thank you very much. And I'll, I'll talk to you soon. OK, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they didn't call back. I don't know. I why? Uh, ma- mainly because I gave them the wrong number. But <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, but I guess I'm sure that they would have called back otherwise. So don't feel rejected. No, I, I don't. I don't at all. And I heard they're really good. Every town for gun safety, they're they're really nice people over there. That's what I heard. I heard they, they just want to. You know, they don't like the violence. No. They don't like the handguns or the ARs or the shotguns or but the. As our AK. people know, you just got to fight back sometimes. That's true. Yehuda Rema, uh, he told us this. <laughs> All right, so I guess that's enough of that. What should we move into? Let's talk about some gear. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. All right, so I'll start this one off. I uh, I think one of the reasons, and Pat, you might agree with us here, is that, that people love AR-15s is because they are like adult Legos. Agree? Agree. I think that uh, just about anyone can put them together. Anyone can make them work. Uh, it doesn't require really much specialized tools or any specialized tools. I mean, you can usually figure out something in your toolbox that'll that'll do the job as long as you have Allen keys and um, you know maybe screwdrivers, things like that. You'll be able to figure it out. And obviously, hammers those are super important. But specialized tools do actually make a huge difference. Um, we were just putting together an AR-15 yesterday, uh, the Unicorn gun. And I had some specialized uh, roll pin starters that I got from Brownells, uh, Brownells branded roll pin starters. And just the the amount of effort that they reduce is is ridiculous, like because roll pins suck, especially when you're putting in the uh, forward assist, um, especially when you're putting in the uh, bolt catch. All those normally pretty terrible. Yesterday with those bolt starters, I was able to just put them in, get the pin started with that and then just squeeze it in with uh, with some vice grips. And it makes it so, so much easier. So, Pat, like, are you an amateur AR-15 artist? Lucky for me, I work in a place where I have access to a lot of the correct tools. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the big things people overlook when they get into building ARs is you spend the money up front to get a good set of tools. And there's not that many of them. It's roll pinch, roll pin starter punches, a decent vice, um, you know, a vice block or a reaction rod. And that and an armor's wrench and that gets you where you need to be uh with that because i've done the whole thing before where you're balancing a receiver on your lap and trying to hold in a roll <laughs> punch and hit it with a hammer and it's a disaster so literally the right tools yesterday. up front yeah i to- totally agree <laughs> and then what else because we did that yesterday the roll pins made it a lot easier it was actually uh, one of the easiest ones that i put together but then i was talking to a gunsmith at a local shop recently and uh we were working on that chainsaw that, that I, that I got and, uh, we broke that thing like five times that day. So we were constantly running back into the shop to put it back together. 
And uh, then we would go back out and try to cut through the roof of a 2004 Civic again. And the thing was, is it like his, his bench is covered in like Brownells tools and stuff like that. So I just thought it was kind of cool. Cause he's like, yeah, Brownells, that's where I buy all my stuff. I know they've really been switching to like guns and accessories and being not the, not your father's, you know, gunsmith store, but they still hold so many of those tools and several of the gunsmiths that I know, they, they live by the Brownell stuff. And I just, I thought it was kind of interesting that they still are, you know, the place to buy your gunsmith tools for the people that actually know. Absolutely. I was, I was just out there last week actually. Um, and their, their facility is incredible and it, it is crazy to see you know, with all how they've grown and how their image has changed. They've not gotten away from that core of gunsmith supplier. They, they have a couple aisles of product where end counted and individually put in those little yellow bags that you see yeah. with all the little parts, that stuff's all counted by hand. Um, that for for the you know for the gunsmiths to buy 10 15 20 you know detents and stuff like that very nice so yeah i like the brownells gunsmith tools they make stuff a lot easier it seems like every one that i get makes my life just a bit easier and uh i i still shot a couple detents and springs across the room yesterday oh yeah definitely it was uh it was entertaining to say the least yeah uh, so i actually had i to- haven't told him i i feel like a jerk but i was like you know when Richard helps me put guns together, he doesn't screw up as much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my friend who works at a gun store. I had to put in a uh, mil spec trigger that I, I think I've only ever done one of them before. And most of the cartridge triggers that I put in, I can put the barrel safety in afterward or the, the safety selector in afterwards. Yeah. But no, not on a mil spec. I totally forgot. So I got the trigger in, then I took the trigger out. So I got to practice it a few times, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah, check out Brownells for gunsmithing tools, stuff like that. Just uh, they've got an entire huge section. So, Ava, it is time to talk about. iTunes reviews. Yeah, I think Lacey should read them. Yes. Oh, man. Last time I did this, I butchered it. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> All right, well, why. Let's try not to do it again. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. <laughs> I don't know. Sean's still shooting springs across the room. <laughs> I'm not a gunsmith. <laughs> All right. So the first one is five stars by three gun Corey. That just happened. The gun funny show is full of entertainment and you never know what's going to happen or what subject will come up. Funny and hilarious cast with some touch top notch guests. Don't miss out. I told you I'd butcher it. I know. It was fun and hilarious cast with cast. Fuck. Okay. Now you try it. You try it, Sean. Fun and uh, your vegetables. Oh, dang it. Hooked on phonics. It, it worked for none of us, guys. Don't. It's it's a ripoff. Don't waste your money. <laughs> Fun and hilarious cast with some top-notch guests. Don't miss out. And the next one is Five Stars by Brad Jones Bass. Yeah. Sure. Or, may, or maybe he just plays bass. Or maybe bass. it's Brad. No. See, maybe I'm like, it's... is it bass or bass? It's probably bass know. with this audience. Okay. Fun show. I started listening and recognized the voice. Oh, dear God. It's Ava. Yay. Oh, yes. <laughs> I listened anyway, and I think I'm getting sucked in. It's like we like shooting, but all girls. (laughs) All right, Brad Jones. You made the list. (laughs) I will say something pretty noticeable is between these reviews and the We Like Shooting reviews, I think these listeners know English um, and and (laughs) punctuation marks, like periods. Yeah. 
That that is true. That's and, true. So we actually we we uh you know we cater we to a draw, higher class. I was going to say we perfect. draw a more sophisticated crowd. Yeah. yeah. So just because you know we don't have proper English or grammar or anything like that does not mean that our listeners don't. And like High Point said, they make guns. You know, they low prices for the lower class. We make podcasts uh, for the high class. For the high class. Mm. Perfect. So. Well, at least Ava and I do. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, at least, well, it does say all girls. So Sean, I guess, can be included. Uh, that's great. Move all right. It. So I'm going to pick a winner, and it's going to be Three Gun Corey. Uh, congratulations. You won a t shirt. Yeah. So go on our website, pick out a T-shirt, and send us your size, your address. I'll try not to stalk you. And uh, yeah, congratulations. And don't worry, I will definitely rub parts of my body on your shirt. Are you going to put the curly cues or whatever the you short called and, it? The short and curly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't have any of those. But to wrap this up. Oh, boy. It's called called laser hair removal, and I recommend everybody gets it. I mean, it literally saved my life. It's just amazing. (laughs) I I cannot imagine a story where laser hair removal would save your life. Uh, I mean, have you ever seen, have you ever tried to go into a spider web or something? Or if you were Michael Phelps. Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't understand have that. Have you reference. ever gotten caught in a spider web? I have. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. Three Gun Corey, congratulations. Ava, wrap this up. All right, guys. So you can find us on gunfunny.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, you name it. We're there. Uh, we're in your earbuds, everywhere. You name it, underneath your, your bed. We're going to be there. Um, what I would recommend is if you guys like the show, become a patreon right now we still have more females in our patreon group than we do males that's actually pretty awesome yeah it's really freaking awesome i even made a joke today i was like uh are we sure that this is a male dominated industry because right now our patreon group has more females yeah no it's pretty great and it's awesome that this show is appealing to that demographic although that evan guy said his wife hates all my dick jokes yeah, well, she probably should not listen to last week's prank call. And she's going to hate what I just said about my crotch. <laughs> so, guys, if you want to become a Patreon, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash gunfunny. And depending on your level of donations, you get access uh, just a dollar. You get access to our Facebook page. You get access to our Snapchat or a monthly raffle last actually this month we gave away a cleaning kit mm-hmm. and uh and then you also get exclusive you know limited edition t-shirts um uh, an opportunity to have your name shout out shout out a shout out on shout the it show. out shout it out shout it out shout out shout out i don't know <laughs> what just happened speaking of shout outs <laughs> there's this one dude uh he is the he's the king of patreons well yeah actually so we're going to introduce this new thing I, I i thought of it yesterday and told ava so we're going to do the king of the Patreons. And right now it is the top Patreon, uh, Corbin Bonafide. I'm pretty sure that's Italian. Uh, but basically, if you're the king of the Patreons, that means that you will be the highest uh, contributor to the Patreon group. And we're going to come up with like prizes for the king of the Patreons. And right now, again, that is Corbin. So you don't have to beat him by much. Just beat him by 50 cents, a dollar, and you become the king of the Patreons. Companies can do it, too. Companies you can, have your, can do it. You can have your company, you know. Yep. And we'll basically read out what you send us. If it's a company, we'll read out your ad, whatever. Just become king of the Patreons. And uh, I think that'll be fun, actually. And in the meantime, Corbin Bonafide, thank you for becoming our top Patreon. Absolutely. So, 
patreon.com slash gunfunny. Pat, thanks so much for being there. Facts and Firearms, we love you guys. Thanks for having me. We will see you at SHOT Show. And uh, yeah, let's drink yeah, some we'll Coors Light. Let's have, let's have a, th- a showdown. Let's see who could put away more beer. No, I'm, I only drink two drinks at a time now. Okay, yeah, I know, no, and you're doing everybody a favor. Keep that up. <laughs> I'm going but, to. Uh, <laughs> but that doesn't like mean... at a time, like you buy two at a time? Nope, I'm limiting my social <laughs> like, interactions like to two drinks. Like a double fist? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's better for everybody. Look, yeah, way. Sean had an intervention. He has a drinking problem, no, so he... I did not have, have an intervention, but I will say that everyone here right now, including Pat, has been victimized <laughs> by drunk Sean. <laughs> uh that i didn't have any issues with it i got good pictures i think that's because video. he was also drunk <laughs> that, that, well he had 25 beers <laughs> yeah all right man that's awesome uh again that's the end of the show we will talk to you we're gonna be at shot show it's gonna be awesome this will release shot show monday uh we'll be at, at range Industry day. day at the range it's gonna mm-hmm. be a blast pat we will see you there man see you there Want to send feedback? Suggest a place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.